1: Well, greetings, one and all, and welcome uh, to this edition of the uh, TWBC uh, podcast. My name is Tony Lightfoot. Uh, welcoming you once again uh, to uh, to this uh, podcast, and uh, it's the the very last edition, sadly, of the uh, the on tour with uh, with Freddie uh, Freddie Winter uh, uh, a strand of the uh, the pod, the podcast uh, because we are at the end of the Pro Water Ski uh uh tour uh, season and uh with that in mind uh let's uh, let's say hello to freddie how are you doing sir
0: very well tony very, very well thank you how are you
1: i'm doing good i'm doing good uh i'm in louisiana you're in central florida right now i'm just trying to get some stuff done before the world championships and uh the the world's uh not not too far away now less than two weeks away before the uh uh the uh the world uh, takes place over at uh, jack travers
0: that's right yeah i think i ski on the thursday in the preliminary round and all going well in the final on the sunday um that's what i understood after having a conversation with Vince today who's updating me on my work schedule so um, (laughs) yeah apparently that's what happened that's what's happening
1: okay yeah he's putting you to work uh i'm guessing guessing doing the dockside interviews with the women and i'm I'm guessing right
0: no, certainly not. It, it was just that he's more he more understands that the, the works get the, the sort of the schedule of the most important week of uh, every two years for me than I do. So I'm glad someone's organized.
1: All right then. Okay. Uh, we'll put that aside uh, for, a, uh, for a few moments and, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about you because, well, uh, the men's slalom was, was pretty much all about you, uh, when, uh, when the, uh, when the spray settled, uh, at the end of the, uh, of the competition. So, uh, so kind of tell us a little bit about it. Uh, I mean, I mean, what, what was your prep like coming into the event and, uh, and, know uh, and how it all shaped up in the end and, uh, You know, go from there.
0: Well, it's been a funny few weeks. I find myself at this point, uh, we're on a Tuesday um, after tournament. We had tournaments three weeks in a row, and then we had, you know, going backwards, there was a weekend, and then there was a a weekend of nothing, and then previously the California Prime. So it's been four tournaments in five weekends. Um, It's been pretty intense. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we just don't have much time to repair in between. So I came back from Malibu. uh, We talked about that last week and then kind of basically had two days to ski prior to the tournament, but I think Tuesday, Tuesday of last week, I had, funny enough, I had one of my better days of, of skiing, maybe ever, I, you know, I did two sets and just felt really, really good, and ran some good uh, good scores, and, and and felt like I had a bit of, um, you know, a, a, a bit of a motor, you know, coming into the, to, to the tournament on the weekend, it's not always how it goes, you know, it can also be that you ski well in practice, ski bad in the tournament, but No, I felt good. We had, you know, everything was kind of set up. Travis skis really well. We had Scott Greenwood, who's got to be the best driver in the world, sitting in the seat. And uh, yeah, I mean, first round, round five, and was generally very happy at at that and and just felt good. And then the the next round, there was less pressure on me because I I had already qualified for the final with the five, although it was very, very tight, those threes and fours uh, that everyone was getting. I was pretty happy to not be involved in that scrum. Um, But I managed to run the 41 and then nearly... I kind of hit two at 43, uh, which would have been nice to have got around it, but you know, whatever, doesn't really matter. Um, as it as it turned out, the the final was quite something. You know, Will went out two before me, or or, or so, and ran ran uh, ran five, and and so I kind of knew I was going to need to you know to get on the podium, get around there, and then uh, Nate ran half at 43 before me, and I knew I needed to run a full one. But the hard part of that was not the forty three, it was the forty one and, and that was obviously a big question, but I managed to get through actually, you know, it was it wasn't a terrible pass, a little bit of a, a famous Tony Whitefoot uh, notated uh, safety check on five, but got got out the exit gates and, and I was extraordinarily nervous uh, to to not screw up at one at forty three but but I managed it and, and, and a very, very good you know, capped a very good weekend for me. I was extremely, extremely happy.
1: Yeah, prob- probably uh, just as nervous, uh, you know, at that at that stage in the game, uh, make, making sure that uh, that you don't collect the jump on 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 the way back at uh, n- nine seven five meters, you know, because uh, who who was it that all, that all, almost hit the jump? I think it was uh, I think it was uh, one of the women, right? It
0: was Nate. It was. It was Nate. Nate. It was
1: Nate. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course,
0: he he, he he ran the he ran the half, but. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I mean, frankly, the jump's not that close. So, you know, I, I think, I think he probably just didn't think about it until quite the last minute and then got freaked out by it. But I mean, you know, we know it's there. It hasn't moved. It's been the same for, you know, I listened to this with John Travis. today. He said, this is the route's been there for 50 years and no one's really complained about it. And I, I, you know, I, I lost in a runoff with Will Asher last year where I ran a half and Will S turned one at, at 41 in the runoff after we both tied at one So, I knew that an S turn was possible. I just, I wasn't worried so much about S turning. I've got a good S turn. Mm-hmm. I was just worried about under undercooking the gate, missing the gate, whatever it was. What, you know what I mean? You, you, you don't want to go too hard because you need the full one, but you don't want to go too easy that you do not want to get around it because it's still, it's still, uh, it's still 975. It's not much rope. So I kind of, yeah, you, know, you just, still have it, to work it, to it get just, it. Just, yeah. But in the end, it was pretty easy, and uh, you know, uh, to get the full one. And, and um, I didn't really, I've got to say, I mean, I've, you know, some people speculating online about the ramp being super close. I, I, you know, I didn't really see it. Um, and uh, no, I was, I was very, very happy. It wrapped up, a, like I say, a, a good, uh, a good weekend for me.
1: All right, and on top of that, you got the uh, the two new uh, health, healthy snacks, a uh, skier of the day award as well, uh, to uh, to cap everything off.
0: Yeah, which is really nice. I mean, I've, I've had the skier of a day when I lost uh, previously, which was kind of it almost, as much as I was very grateful for it, it sort of almost made me feel like, well, these guys don't think I'm very good. So, you know, this, <laughs> a, this is sort of charity prize. But uh, that was after actually, that was a week after the Masters last year. So I almost feel like I was kind of, I, I felt at the time that I was voted for, you know, out of sympathy of what happened at the Masters, um, which I think, which I, I, I definitely felt good about. So, um, but no, this time it was nice to get it, you know, with a winning run and, 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 you know, uh, I, I you know, always, it touches my heart that people, uh, you know, you get the vestures on Instagram, you, you, you get people, you know, telling you that, that you're, that you're, uh, one of their favorite skiers or whatever. In, and, 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 and that it just makes it so, it's just one of the things that makes you so happy to be a, a pro skier. I remember when I was, when I was a kid and I would look up, up to the likes of Chris Rossi, Marcus Brown. Yeah, Andy Maffel and, and these guys and you know so so to be in a position like that it just makes me so um yeah so happy so so grateful
1: all right so we'll we'll move forward a little bit okay uh, we we're I, I, I kind of like hinted a little bit at the women's slalom you know just a moment ago but uh, but I mean uh I mean Regina Jaquist I mean continue continues to uh to light up the scene on the, the women, the women's slalom event. And has to be one of the red hot favorites going into the world championships. It's uh, judging by the way that she, she skied in this tournament ahead of, uh, ahead of Jamie ball.
0: Well, I mean taking nothing from Regina, she, she was just ahead of Jamie and just ahead of Whitney and just ahead of Ali. Ali went to turn, At boy one. Um, Not all the others didn't try, but Ali, like, you know, she fell in, but she was still, you know, the the ski was around. So, you know, actually, it was an incredible final from the women. I mean, I've got to say, I wasn't sort of sitting there enjoying it so much because I was sort of focused more on myself, but it really was a great final. It's great to see when when these girls can go and run these big scores. The the tie for the best ever final in terms of uh, 39s, 10.75s run uh, by women uh, for just like at Malibu and 2021 um the level's high it's increasingly high you know and, and Manon, who who can do it and, and and will do it again you know what wasn't among them i mean it, it won't be long before we see five of them I, I think um do it in a round so yeah no the, the level's incredible and i think you know yeah regina came out on top like she has been most of the most recent weeks um but i i you know she i would say she's maybe a favorite you know but it, could it could be any any of the three of jamie whitney and regina i mean ali also improving and she you know she she's a probably fairly you could say she's an outside shout um but but she seems actually this weekend she'll have have a good shout um yeah it's 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 all very exciting it's all very exciting it wasn't so long ago that it was kind of you know go back six seven years it was it was it was regina and then whitney and then there was like a little bit of a gap and then went on and then more of a gap and then and then there was sort of like you know the chasing pack and that now You've really got, you know, five, increasingly five women that could win, that can win tournaments and you wouldn't be too surprised. Um, you know, and then there's people coming up even, even behind them.
1: You know, and it doesn't take an awful lot to happen out there on the slalom course among, among those competitors to open up the door for, uh, uh, for, for one or two others. I mean, I mean, take last week, you know, the Malibu open, you know, where uh, Regi- uh, Regina, opened up, uh, the, uh, the door for, uh, uh, for for Jamie Ball to come through there with the with the victory and then and then Jamie Ball found that out to to her cost as well early on in the season over at uh, San Gervasio, We you know when she was skiing against Ali Ali Garcia, you know. So I mean, you you know sl- slalom, you know, like like everything within sports, you know, is 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 an event that comes down to inches, you know, and uh, you know it's. It's it's not it's not not a case of like performing at the highest level, but it's being able to perform consistently week in and week out, and not leaving the door open for for, for someone to uh, to take a spot or two above you, you know.
0: Well, and I think the two events you mentioned are two of the tournaments this year that have, that have not had a full field. So you know when when Regina uh, sort of messed up. Which she would say she did at Malibu last weekend. It was only really Jamie Bull that was going to come through and take the win, and and uh, at San Giovanni of, of those sort of top five that I mentioned, um, Regina and Whitney were missing. So I think that um, you know, yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right that there's just like in the men, you know, if someone makes a mistake, there's there's people to to follow them through. But I mean, I, I'm. As I mentioned, with uh, you know the Hannah and Jacinta situation, like you know hope in, in women's jump, like I just hope that it would be so cool to have all those five there, and then you know whoever flinches is going to be overtaken by not one but or two or but four really.
1: Indeed, indeed, and uh, let's 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 talk about the season in its in its entirety a little bit with the water ski pro tour. I mean we we started we started off the water ski pro tour all the all the way. At the beginning with the Swiss Pro Tricks, I mean, ov- ov- obviously, obviously not a part of that from a competitive standpoint, and then would move to move to Swiss Pro Slalom and King of Darkness, and then it then it uh, continued on for uh, the European stretch, and then we had the in, the American stretch towards the end, and now it's come to a conclusion. I mean, I mean, how do you feel that it's uh, that it that it's gone throughout the entirety of the season, and what were some of the highlights uh, for you, uh, Freddy?
0: Well, I mean, I guess I can answer it two ways. I mean, as, as, as a sort of fan of water skiing. I mean, you know, and I, you know, frankly, I am involved in the in the tour in a sort of um, organisational capacity to some degree. Um, I think I think it's fantastic. The, the regret I have, you to ask me that, would be that we don't have more trick tournaments. There's events um, that you know declined invitation to be a part of the water ski pro tour, which you know, which which offer tricks, which were which was a shame. Um, you know, we'd like to have every event in, but you know, some events uh, have have their reasons. Let's say to 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 pull out, which I which I think is a real shame, and it's I think not the for the best for the entirety of the sport. Um, you know, so there wasn't a tour for tricks. There was one event this year. You know, there was there are other events that happened. There was Moonbird, the Masters, and Botas. Yeah, uh, that were not that, that decided not to be part of it, which again, a bit of a shame. But um, I, I, you know, I wish that there, we could get some more trick stuff going because, I mean, what we saw from the Swiss Pro Tricks, just how wonderful it was. We talked about that earlier in the season about how much fun it was to uh, to see, you know, the, the, the trick as being the center of attention and the only point of attention um, at that event. So that's probably that's probably the biggest shame, I, I think. And I, hopefully the, that can be, be be changed for next year. And I think that, you know, people probably people saw the Swiss Pro Tricks and they might say, oh, I want to do that at my place. So hopefully. Um but yeah, I mean, like beyond that, you know, I think we had, we had 12 slalom tournaments. I went to 11 of them. Um, we had five jump tournaments or, or so. So, you know, it's, it's really good that we had women. And this is not a given, by the way, a number of years ago when it was the elite point system. I mean, that's one of the best things that's happened with the Walski Pro Tour is that whereas I think in the last year of elite, the elite point system, there were sort of uh, 12 uh, men's events in slalom, but there was only six women's events and, and, and there was no solo women's events. It was, you know, but now we have it every solemn event there's men and women, and most of the time they're equal prize money. I mean, the vast majority. So there's you know that, that equal opportunity situation where, you know, we get to see more than one storyline unfolding in front of us, you know, in the course of, in the course of the weekend. So that's just really exciting and it's nice. It's better for us to have the women there. I mean, you know, we feel like it's, it kind of feels weird now if we turn up to it, it would, it would feel weird to turn up and just, just to be the guys. Um, so that's really very cool. And yeah, I mean, speaking from a personal level, it's, it's, it's probably been my best year. I, you know, I, I've, I've, every event I've entered, I, I've got on the podium for, which I've never managed to do before. Um, across the tour of those, of those 12 events. I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I entered 11 of them and I came first in three of them. I came, uh, I came second in, in, you know, I don't know what, six of them, Seven of them, I think, and then and then third at the King of Dance, which was the first one in the season. So, so no, it's been a, you know a very 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 positive season for me, um, and um, you know just just really happy to to have reached the level where I can be competitive. Especially as I feel like it's never really been more competitive. Not not only since I've been doing this, it feels like anyone can win on any given weekend with the level. But uh, you know I've managed to sort of you know sneak onto those podiums, and um, no, it's been I've I've really enjoyed it this year.
1: Yeah, and so have I. Uh, and and I mean the point system that was used uh, this uh, the, the, this time around. I mean, I mean, I mean the I mean the point system that was used last year needed a little bit of retweaking and that kind of stuff. But I think, but I think with with this one, with this one this year, I, I think it's it's added a level of closeness and it's added a level of excitement and it's uh, and it's. And it's and it's really really brought out the the competitiveness in the, in the skiers as they as they go go down uh, with with each with each particular event uh, going to, towards the end. I mean, I mean, let I mean the the winners in the in the women's and men's slalom competition had all, had all but been basically sewn up, but when you look down to like the third or fourth place finishes, you know. You know, which I mean, which are significant. You know, in terms in terms of cash payout uh, for yeah for the end of end of season. You know, and 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 hopefully, as we go f- further down with the pro tour, you know, uh, when, within the next few years, I mean, it'll even be more important. So, so I mean, what what I'm trying what I'm trying to get at here is that. Should, should there be any more retweaking with the points or or, or have we or have we found the, uh, the a good happy medium here going forward?
0: well Tony I'm going to amaze you um, and sorry to correct you but there's been no retweaking the, the water ski pro Tour, um, points framework has remained exactly the same since, since in the three years that it's been um, that it's been in existence so what you're seeing is not an improvement on the points it's just an improvement in the competitiveness of skiing which is fantastic because mm-hmm. it makes it more exciting and more interesting. So um, the only thing that will change year to year is the number of events that count towards the point total. So, you know, I think I mentioned last week, uh, you know, if, if, if there's sort of 10 events at, at, at a certain level, then, then it goes to about five. So this year it was five, last year it was six because there was a couple more events that were at, at a higher price money level even though the, the total number maybe that's the thing was that
1: maybe that that that's the yeah. thing I should have been more accurately uh, pointing out to not so much the retweaking of the points which uh, which obviously hasn't been but more events that are coming through with 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 greater points because they're coming through with with bigger price purses right
0: yeah so so I mean exactly I think I think um, you know, and that, that 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 sort of ratio remains constant. So you know, we'll see. I think again, we'll we'll go probably end up going back up next year. Um, but I mean, yeah, like you, you say that it had all been you know wrapped up early, but it was only wrapped up the week before. Mm-hmm. And you know, in 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 I can just off the top of my head, I know that it was two points. It was two hundred sixty-eight points, two hundred sixty-six points. Jamie versus uh, Regina. Yeah. So two points came down. Okay, Jamie had already wrapped it up, but then Regina caught nearly all the way back up. Now uh, Nate won. Um, at the Malibu Open, won won the tour uh, because I did not win. If I'd have won that tournament, I came second, then I would have had a chance, and then I won this weekend. So I ended up. He was, at, I think, two eighty four, and I got two seven two. So you know, twelve points in it over the course of a season, not so not so far apart. And Then of course there was the the swings in the in the third and fourth uh, potentially on the last weekend. So you know, we do, you do any 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 um sport that has a a season uh. Long league uh, ranking system, if you if you like. So you know, I, the Premier League in in football, we would call it football, um, or or um, Formula One. You know, often there's the the like Max Verstappen's going to win the the World Championship sort of you know eight races before the end of the calendar. How boring! Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah
1: he's going to win it in in Qatar this weekend, isn't he?
0: Yeah. So I mean, how boring that is. But but it, but you know, for for the Waterski Pro Tour to be wrapped up the weekend before. Um, and then re- you know, really, really close uh, at the top, even at the end, um, that's that's pretty good. And it shows a level of competition in our, in, in our sport. And I think that that's what the whole point of this whole thing is it was really excited. And, and again, I'll, I'll say that, you know, it, it goes less from from seeing sort of, you know, 12 or whatever it is, individual events to being a whole narrative throughout the course of a season. And you know this guy starts off well, and he gets all the points. And then is this guy going to? You know, he started badly. He's going to be able to, you know, get his skiing together and improve and and build back in. And you know, I think that's that's. There's no sport in the world that is successful that doesn't have a season-long narrative. There isn't one. Um, you know, I guess with the you know, so I, I guess tennis, they have the narrative is over sort of you know four two-week tournaments, but they're still strong narratives, um, and there's still sort of you know like the grant the, the you know who's going to do well across the grand slams kind of thing and. Um, I think that's, uh, and I guess something similar in golf, but, you know, generally all the big sports, they, 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 they happen over the course of a season. And you see the form players, you know, do well in the ones that, that, that have the skill but not the form kind of fall off. And are they going to come back? And, you know, that, that's, that's what I think the Water Ski Pro Tour is trying to push and, and promote. And I think that's what makes, uh, makes, makes it interesting. And, and it becomes very easily to see who quantifiably is the best skier in the world. You know, the, the the ones that has the most points in the year has done the, the best at all the big tournaments. Um, you know, if you do well at all the small tournaments, uh, but then not the big ones, then then you know the, you've you've not you've not got the biggest prize in the sport. So um, that's uh no, it's a very it, I, I I'm really I really enjoy it. I hope every, all the other pro skiers enjoy it. And I really hope that everyone at home is enjoying seeing um you know this this thing that we haven't had uh you know not certainly not in a public facing manner. Uh, that's that's sort of consumable in in quite a quite a user-friendly way Um, you know know, being able to enjoy that yeah
1: all right then so uh I mean, we've we've, we've discussed the waterski pro tour, and uh, and obviously before I wrap up this uh this this, this podcast, rather abbreviated uh, podcast, uh, given given, we're at the the last episode of where I have you have have you involved in the in the capacity that uh, that you have been uh, being on tour type deal, or tried to try try to uh, give a little bit a little bit of an inside. Uh, look at uh, of what's going on in the Walski Pro Tour and the events that TWBC has has been has been broadcasting over the Lord know, Lord knows how how many months from a from a from a singular perspective. Uh, I mean, without 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 sounding self self serving or or, uh, or or anything else, how do you think that's gone?
0: This podcast is well. I don't know. You'll have to ask the listeners, Tony, but I mean, I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's been a, a good uh, it, it, it's nice. You know, I, that's, I think, something that we as skiers have, have enjoyed, actually, in, in recent years. Um, I remember, again, you know, my my idols growing up were Chris Rossi and Marcus Brown. But, you know, I, the only access I had to them was. You know some magazine articles, and there was like the odd the odd sort of you know this is YouTube was sort of formed in 2005 or so, so I mean like you know late 2000s there might be something on YouTube, but you just didn't really have any access to gear. So I think for for us it's quite nice to be able to you know give a little bit of our personality um, you know on the cameras of TWBC, you know be interviewed for podcasts, kind of put our um, our perspective across a little bit. So no, I've certainly enjoyed it. It's been a it's been a good a good ride and and you know also fun. Um, may, maybe it's something I'll come back to in in the years ahead. I mean, this has been my best season so far. Um, I hope for, hoping obviously for better ones and we'll work towards that. But uh, no, it's been a it's it's been a pleasure for me to to be involved and to I think mean, I've enjoyed it
1: yeah but i certainly enjoyed it as well you know just just being being able to converse with you and to get your take you know and uh, try and use some of the information garnered you know over the twbc broadcast as well and uh, speaking of which we've got basically one more to go and that's the world championship so from your personal perspective uh how we i mean how are you preparing for this one i mean because it, it's a weird one isn't it i mean i mean you do all this skiing throughout the pro tour you know you get you 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 are done with the pro tour for the season you've got a little bit of opportunity to take a breath but then but then again you can't take your foot off the gas because the the tournament of all tournaments is are coming right right round the corner
0: yes i you know my perspective has is, is, is slightly changed I, I think that we have okay like you know going back to when i first started doing this i've been doing this for, for basically 10 years now my first pro event outside of the u.s was was 2013 so it used to be that you kind of used to have like these kind of smaller events and then you have the big one the world championships all the pressure but now every i was talking to will asher today just now actually um he he, he, was, he was at swiss where i'm currently staying we, we end up having a chat and we, were, we agreed that actually every week in some ways is like a world championship. We ski against all the same people. The, the cameras are all there. It feels like there's pressure. It feels like an event. And he said that, you know, the Travers Grand Prix feels, feels like a world championship. And it does. Now, each event has a different name on it. Um, and, 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 of course, you know, the world championships is, is about the world. But do I really – I think, you know, this. like I say, this year, maybe the last couple of years, my, my, my view has changed – I've always said that pro skiing is really important, but the World Championships is pro- is the most important. But actually, I think I'm slowly, genuinely perspective because actually, the World Championships is an amateur tournament where we turn up and guaranteed no one's going to make any money. Now, I'm, I'm not, you know, I've hey, I'm a professional water skier. I didn't get into this to make a ton of money. Otherwise, I'd be doing something else. But, you know, for us to make a living, we want to be, you know, we want to promote professional water skiing. And actually, I think that frankly over the course of this year i've proven that you know if you go by the water ski pro tour uh, rankings and the results of you know most of the tournaments not the best year in the world but I've, I've been probably this year on average i've been second so you know do i do i place my whole ego on a tournament that's going to happen uh in two weeks time no i don't think so i think that it's you know, I've won a world championships and, and I, I would still say it was the biggest achievement of my career and I certainly want to win it again. But I kind of, I kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say the season was a disaster if I, if I come dead last at it, which I don't think will happen or I, and I hope that won't happen. But I think it's, a, it, I think, I, I don't think I'm alone in, you know, it's kind of been dictated to us that, you know, the biggest tournaments in this sport are the Worlds and the Masters, well, mm-hmm. I think that the last couple of years, people have seen a bit different to that. You know, I think that you know, let's say the qualification process for the masters is amongst all my pro skiers, my fellow pro skiers, not popular. So people are sort of seeing that change a little bit. Um, you know, you don't you don't put as much when you don't believe in the in the inputs into something, you don't believe in the output. So I think that people are changing there a little bit, and I think that with the World Championships, I think that you know we're seeing this this great increase in the level of pro skiing uh, in you know the, the prize money on offer the the reach of the tournaments the 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 incredible broadcasting work that you guys are doing and yes the world championships is still my biggest aim for the year and if you'd offered me one win at the start of the year it would be that one but it's 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 not it's not you know 200 ahead like it used to be i said in 2017 at the start of the year that i i'd you know it's on camera somewhere it's on youtube somewhere i think in a, in a, in a interview with Rosselli, i said that i don't care if i come dead last in every tournament between now and the world as so long as i win the worlds and as it happened i didn't get on the podium until the worlds and then i won the worlds and then i won a bunch of tournaments after that but i think that i'm really proud of my season i'm really happy with it I, I i started the year i probably wouldn't have thought that i would have had you know been been all managed to make all the placements that i've had so far um and I'm not I'm I'm going to do all the same stuff I'm going to train well I'm going to you know continue on the same path that I've been doing um but in some ways my performance so far this year almost takes the pressure off the world championships I don't feel desperate to make a name for myself off the back of world championships because frankly there could be a situation where you know some freak things happen and someone undeserving wins does not mean that they're the best skier in the world it just means that they had a good, good day mm-hmm. and you know i and i and i'm not going to start i'm not going to you know if i come 12th place at worlds or whatever and then someone who i who who i, I believe is you know not as deserving as me um you know wins wins the tournament I, i'm i'm not going to sit there and go oh my god i'm a bad skier i'm going to go well i had a bad day when i think previously i probably would have been a bit more upset and oh. that, and, and, and just just to clarify by that it's not to say that i'm i'm not you know absolutely 100% motivated i am but I just I, I just wonder if if you know what what what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna grow water skiing better? Is it a functioning pro tour with athletes that can afford to live off the sport, or is it a World Championships that happens at questionable places every two years? Not that travel is a questionable place, but it has happened at questionable places. You know, World Championships is not going to help the sport grow, honestly, because it happens too infrequently. Um, even if it was the best thing ever, but it was to happen only, you know, it's over, it's over five days every two years. Like, it's not going to grow a sport. Um, so I, I think that, you know, the, the future of the sport is in pro skiing. Um, and that's why I'm putting my energy outside of what I put into my personal water skiing into helping professional water skiing. Uh, cause I believe that that, you know, I want to see in 20 years for water skiing to be, you know, front and center in, 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 uh, and a national consciousness um and, and i think that that's the best way to do it
1: all right then that brings to a conclusion uh, this uh, this edition of the twbc uh, podcast uh, great to have you on board uh thank you once again uh, freddie winter for your for your participation uh throughout the entirety of the season no doubt we'll uh, we'll get to uh, get to talk a little bit uh, during the world championships weeks and uh and uh, hopefully uh, with the TWBC podcast, we'll have something a special lined up uh, for you folks that will be, uh, no doubt be tuned in to the coverage for the World Championships, which will take place over at Sunset Lakes. But uh, in the meantime, uh, this is uh, Tony Lightfoot, and uh, uh, as is my customary uh, out- outro uh, greeting, it is ciao for now.